0: It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. For the Built for Tough Studio, Boomer and Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Gio on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network, and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Friday morning, a feel-good Friday. Boomer will be back with us on Monday, that means Jerry is here and CeeLo is here once
1: again to finish out the week. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Oh, doing good. How are you? Doing great. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Couldn't be better. <laughs> Life is grand. Life yeah. is grand. Right, yes. Right in the ass is right. Yeah. So, uh, for
0: those of you that weren't following college basketball last night or Rutgers last night, uh, this was a terrible loss for Jerry Recco and the Scarlet Knights <laughs> out in Minnesota. Yeah, this was one of those nights, as much as we love sports, we have like great moments that have happened in our sports lives. Last night, locally, for two guys that work on the show today, you and CeeLo just flat out sucked. Oh, with the Rangers. Just flat out sucked.
1: Yeah, you know what's so weird though is it didn't for the entire night for Rutgers. Yeah, yes. They played. I, I keep saying it. They played so freaking well for 39 minutes and 30 seconds, and then it just blew up. And, ass. It, it, <laughs> and it was like, what the hell just happened? The kid, the kid battle just got hot late, and it was. I'm sitting there stunned. I, there's not another word for it. It was absolutely bizarre. And I cannot believe I'm sitting here that they lost that game with the way they played.
0: Yeah, and that's brutal because obviously this is a bad loss for them. Minnesota is is disgustingly bad in the conference. And this is a game that, you know, you're an eight point favorite, I think, of the yeah, game. You yeah, got to sure. go in there. You got to win it, especially when you're talking about bubble teams and everything else. And to blow, what was it a 10 point lead in a minute and a half? Uh, well, I know,
1: yes. And it was eight with 103 to go. <sighs> Yeah. God. And Sir, <laughs> bend over. <laughs> <laughs> and what's nuts about it are a couple of different things. Number one, there was a twelve to fourteen minute review when the game ended. See, I did not know that. Because the clock apparently did not start when Cooper touches the ball off the inbounds on the final play of the game. That's number one. Number two, battle, like watch him. Watch him shuffle his feet. Like he even walks. Mm-hmm. Now, that said, so whatever, it is what it is. They should have never been in that position. That's not why they lost the game. But, my God, you think of two of their road losses this year, the Ohio State game where the kid steps on the sideline and the officials didn't see it, and then the Big Ten apologizes for it the next day. Well, that a dollar gets you a dollar. And then last night, again, up by eight minutes to go. That's not why they lost this game last night. I mean, a 12-minute video review after this. You get nothing you lose <laughs> a lot good day sir yeah
0: yeah ohio state one was way worse than, than oh for this. sure well yeah i that agree because you could have blamed the loss on that i mean this was a like a total meltdown so many things had to happen to
1: get to that point but that ohio state one was that was really bad yeah i it was. yes both very difficult this one difficult because minnesota had lost 12 straight games yeah they're clearly the better team and they didn't finish the game I, that's That's it. The only lead. So I said during one of my two excited moments, I guess, at the end. um, I said at the end, you know, Rutgers led the game for 40, like 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. They had the lead. The entire time. Yeah. The only time Minnesota led was when the ball went through at zeros on the clock. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's as bad as
0: it gets. Disgusting. Especially for a team that was really looking to take the next step. It doesn't mean they're not going to make the tournament. It doesn't mean that they're not going to get in that large bid. We'll see what happens in the conference they tournament.
1: They have to win Sunday. No, no, nobody knows. Right. Yeah. Nobody knows. I, I will tell you this. If they won last night, I think they probably were 100% in. Yeah. Well, now it feels like Dayton again, right? I don't I don't know. I Honestly, yeah. I have no clue. Because I was stunned by the whole Dayton thing last year. I never anticipated them having to play in that game. Um, but yeah, it was, and the, the, the atmosphere was, it lacked for much of the night until the final minute when it really, and there weren't a ton of people there, but all of a sudden they got very loud in that place. And it was, um, it was a lot of travel for that.
0: Yeah. Very for sure. Rough. What time did you get back here?
1: Uh, two. Two o'clock. All right. So not, I actually thought it would have been worse than that. No, it wasn't bad. I got to tell you for. They, I, let me give Newark Airport, which I don't think I've ever done, Wow, this a business. ton of credit for. Yeah. Wow. This was unbelievable. I got to the airport in 14 minutes. From the time I parked and got through TSA, seven minutes. Wow. They had. Wow. I've never seen this before because I always have Al running through my head trying to make all this work like I did yesterday. I'm waiting for this gigantic line at, at the, the TSA. They had multiple people guiding you to go to the shortest agent. Yeah. So the line wasn't long and they had every uh, possible station open with multiple people working that so that if there wasn't a bin, they ran and got a bin for you. They had this thing moving so quick. I'm like, where am I? Like every time I've gone to Newark, it's a complete disaster. <laughs> so you could have done the whole nine o'clock hour with me yesterday. W- yeah, I, yes, I probably could have.
0: Yeah, it was yes. nuts how, how quick it worked. Well, that, that's great, and I, I think that also you know this week because you had the winter break for a lot of schools locally. Last week, this week there wasn't yeah. as many people traveling, which probably helped out as well. Probably so. Yes, but uh, but that's great. So yeah, so there are a couple of things that absolutely sucked for you, and then CeeLo. We just uh, detailed the Rutgers loss and then for Celo, and I heard him on the warm-up show and how he got, he got it right in the ass as well with the Patrick <laughs> Kane situation and blowing a lead to the Ottawa Senators who I guess are playing... Better, but you know, the, the garden was a, it was a tough ticket last night. Yeah. It was a very expensive ticket. What did we say, 500 bucks was the get in price, right? Yes, as the day went on. Yes, I believe it was at first it was like 250, and then it got even bigger. And everybody that was there I saw tweeting said it was the loudest they had heard the garden the entire year. Some of the loudest they had ever heard it in a very long time with the Patrick Kane debut, and then they end up losing. So, this is what it's a conundrum, right? It's a conundrum because you want your team to go all in and try to win a championship, no matter who it is. But what's going on with the Rangers right now is there is one acceptable result, and that's a Stanley Cup championship. Yeah, for sure. That's it. So, like, when you bring in Patrick Kane, I understand they were still short-manned and under man last night and Andre Miller's suspension, and it's a back-to-back, all these other excuses that you can give. When the crowd is so fired up, you know, frothing at the mouth for a victory and then you lose a game like this. It just reminds you that the Rangers are in that spot right now, which you want your teams to be in, but in a catch twenty two that you know, when you got to the conference final last year and now you've you've added, you made two big trades at the deadline. He brought in two scores and Tarasenko has been bad, but and Patrick Kane. Now you got to go to the Stanley Cup final and you got to win it or it's a failure. Or it's a failure. Of so now you now you're the Yankees.
1: Yeah, well right, that's the difference between a young and up and coming team making this fun run to where if they win it's like wow, this was awesome as opposed to like you're supposed to win now. Yep. And it's the Yankees is a good comparison, because how many years have we sat here and said, you know, what? and George used to say this, too. It's not like us making this up. George used to say, if you don't win the World Series, the season's a failure. Now, the new regime doesn't say that. You're Brian Cashman. I, I forget what was it MLB that he was on with or maybe a radio station in Texas. I forget where he was at where he was talking about the Yankee fan, then basically saying, like, these people, I mean, my God, if we don't win the World Series, it's a failure. Like, you realize how many games we've won, and, like, they're spoiled. Well... Yeah, that's kind of the goal here is to win the World Series. Yeah, especially when you get
0: swept by the Astros. I mean, that, that was you struggled with the Guardians that got swept by the Astros. But
1: so this is what you
0: want. You want your team Absolutely. to go all in and try to win, but there's a side of that as a fan that is just it's painstaking. It is tough. It, 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 it your anxiety level goes up because you have to they had to win that game last night for their fans with the Kane debut and everybody going crazy and paying all that money to get into, they had
1: to to win that game last night. And they didn't. Yeah, but you go rip off four in a row now, and it's all forgotten. Yeah, I mean, I do agree with you though in terms of winning the championship. Yeah, I mean, you know, but you also the opposite or the or the flip side to that is you don't do anything. You stand pat and you say, you know what, we're not going to fix what's not broken right now. I know we're not the Bruins. I get it, but you know what. Go- goalie gets hot we can play with anybody and beat anybody and there is truth to that as well maybe that makes it more of a fun story i get but if, i get it but if you're a ranger fan and then it would have come out that you could have gotten patrick and, you had to and get him, him. of course you had to do yeah
0: him. you had to get him and that that's not the argument i wouldn't do anything differently than what the rangers have done it's just that when from the fan perspective and the pressure is now on the pressure is now on there is no other result other than getting farther than you did last year and then winning a cup that this fan base is going to be satisfied with and and there's regular seasons we've talked about so much in in all these sports baseball and basketball and hockey in particular because obviously the NFL regular season is just amazing but even talking with Spike this morning where where the Knicks are where the Sixers are like the Knicks regular season right now for the fan base is a lot of fun it's a blast because they're playing great basketball they're rattling off wins Jalen Brunson is fun to watch every single night so it's like the regular season matters to the Knicks fan right now because they haven't had this. You know, we had it a little bit a couple of years ago in that the COVID season with Julius Randle, but this seems even more like taking a step forward. Whereas for the Sixers, and we need some paper towels for Jerry. Some paper I'm towels. All right, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. A little bit. I'm good. I'm good. See? Not a whole cup. It's yeah. fine. Um, I'll get it during the break. So, um, so now, so now, but for the Sixer fan or or the Bucks fan or. Like, the regular season doesn't matter at all. So no, you're waiting for the playoffs to It doesn't apart. mean anything! I know. I, so yes, I know. So it's just expectation as a fan means everything to how you feel. And you can't, if you're a diehard fan, you can't help yourself. Like, you can't not have any expectations. And, like, for the Giants this year, the great year for them because nobody expected them to do a damn thing. Thank you. So it's just, it's
1: just thinking about last night. And Let me ask you this question, though, because I, you bring up an interesting topic. And as a Met fan, yeah, you know, for the last decade of Wilpon-owned Mets, aside from 15, when they had that wacky run and they went to the World Series, this is everything a Met fan's been dying for, mm-hmm. is to have an owner that's going to spend and have the expectations increase tenfold. Do you feel that way going into this yes, season? 100% yeah they have so to. you're not excited to watch the Mets this season until you get to October basically
0: yeah I'll tell you why I mean it's that that's probably the best example I I don't, don't want to say I'm not excited but I the whatever happens in the regular season as long as they make the playoffs I don't care so the two things that I care about for the Mets this season is getting in the postseason whether you win a division or not because it's such a crapshoot. we've seen the teams over the wild card go on and then end up winning you see a team like the Dodgers ending up getting knocked out all that. But get into the postseason somehow, some way, and be as healthy as possible when you do it. Outside of that, I don't care if you win 115 games or you win 89 games and get in as a wild
1: card. Doesn't mean anything to me. Right, so now I'm going to come back to what I said, I think, on Wednesday. And this is the complaint I have about the athletes themselves, or even fans or even media that will say this. It's entertainment. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you can't say that if you're telling me that it's all boring and the whole regular season is a waste of time. You don't want to watch it. Just Mm. get us to the playoffs. So is it (sighs) entertainment? Is it just about winning? Like, what is it? Well, it's, what are pro
0: sports now? Well, it's, it's different for everybody. So it's, for me, I've seen everything. But them win a World Series. I was four in nineteen eighty six. I've seen great regular seasons. I've seen terrible regular seasons. I've seen Shea Stadium close. I've seen City Field open. I've seen them make it to the World Series and lose. I've been in the building twice when the other team clinched. I saw the Yankees celebrate mm-hmm. at Shea Stadium. I saw the the Kansas City Royals celebrate at City Field. I've seen it all. The only thing I haven't seen is that World Series. So, for me, that's what matters. That's the missing piece. Now, it's tougher for me to enjoy the ride. Now, for example, my mother, who raised me a Mets fan, you know, she is going down to spring training this year. Yeah, she's probably very excited. With her friend, Mm -hmm. who's a big Mets fan, and she laps up every bit of this. Could not get enough. Of preseason, spring, spring training baseball, regular season baseball. They win, she gets disappointed if they lose, but like that's her, her. She sits there with the game every night and watches it. Sure. a younger kid who's like loves baseball is gonna loves the regular season. Just for me. Like what I saw last year, you're leading to the division the entire year. You get swept by the Atlanta Braves in the biggest series of the regular season. And then you get killed in the wild card round. And for me, I'm not going to really get into it until the postseason. Because that's what I need to see from them. But that's just, but I, and maybe you're the same way with your teams because, you know, we're we a similar age. And we've seen a lot of sports. And we're in the same business. But I'm not saying everybody has to feel like I do about the Mets. But that's after the way last year
1: ended. Yeah. See, I'm not. I actually enjoy the season. Because if not, then why even bother? Let's just have a big play. Like I said this the other day, let's just have a big two-week playoff tournament. That's it. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Co- yeah, you would. <laughs> well, you would. I, I wouldn't be opposed. You've enjoyed February?
0: Um, no. Of what course. else? I I, know, I, I mean,
1: because all you're talking about then is let's give college basketball March. You give baseball October. You can give the NFL. No, no, enjoy. the
0: NFL regular season is is phenomenal. That because every week feel until you get like the teams that are one in thirteen okay. towards the end of the year. But I mean, there's there's more teams in it. The extra wild card, you know, a team gets off to an zero and two start, you feel like that's a must win. See, game and I would make in the case three. the extra
1: wild card, and this is what's what I think has really been a problem are the playoffs. If you want to talk about why the regular season doesn't mean a crap, that's the problem mm. when you've got all these teams making the playoffs. Like if you told let's let's for instance, you know, if you're the Bucks, you're the Sixers, you're the Celtics, clearly. Everything for them is based around what happens in May and June. And I, yeah. I totally understand that. When you get to four, I don't know, can they really win? Can they really win in the championship? I would tell you probably there's three teams that can win an NBA title in the NBA. Let's say, for instance, though, there were there were only four playoff teams in each conference. You want to tell me the regular season not going to meet a hell of a lot more than? That's why I disagree, because
0: the more playoff teams that you have, the more markets that are involved and the more fan bases that are engaged. But the better teams you're going to have to play. True. seeding will matter. But there's going to be so many fan bases that are like...
1: I, listen, I, uh, no shot. I'm not telling you it's ever going the other way. Matter of fact, you might get to a point where every team makes a playoff tournament at yeah. the end, yeah. which will completely render the regular season a complete waste of time. I understand that, and I'm not saying that's ever going to change. What I am saying is if you want the regular season to matter, that's how it has to matter for the better teams. Yeah, because otherwise, what's the point?
0: No, it's true. I mean, I, I really think it's just about for these to, to do something your team hasn't done in a while. So for the Giants this year, getting to the playoffs, it was the first time they since the Ben McAdoo boat party situation uh, with the wide receivers that they had been in the playoffs. So it had been a stretch. They'd been through hell. They got to the playoffs. That was fine. For the Jets, they have to get to the playoffs. For the Mets, they've got to go deep into the playoffs. For the Knicks, because they went to the playoffs a couple years ago, they have to win a round. So basically, I mean, it's, it's really what the team hasn't done in a while. And if that means, like, the Knicks having a great regular season like this, then it, then it matters because well, they, haven't, they haven't done that yeah. in a while. So it's, it's, it's really what, what you're expecting the team to do and what you haven't seen them do. You know. And then if you're the Atlanta Braves fan and you see them win the division every year, it's like that's just not important
1: to you anymore. Well, And then what if you're a team that wins every year? Does it even matter anymore? That's like for question. real when you yeah, say yeah. you've seen it all yeah I mean I will tell you and it's going back a long time now when the Cowboys won those three Super Bowl titles in four years it's like this is kind of cool but okay yeah you know? now what yeah that's that's the way I would feel if the Vikings won a championship like after like the two weeks of glow I'd be like okay now what and it's so funny you say that because I'll never forget sitting there when the Cowboys won in uh, in 92. And I had never seen them win. I never really, I mean I saw the Mets win in eighty six and I was certainly a Met fan as a child, there's no question about it. I never saw the Nets win. I never saw the uh let's see, who else would I think about at that point in ninety two, clearly never saw the Devils win at that point. The Rangers not yet. Knicks. Um No. I never saw the Knicks win. Yes. That was too too, too far back for me. Yeah. So I remember sitting there, I'll never forget we had a whole bunch of people over and the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl and I could not have been more excited. I was 18 years old. Finally this happened. Remember my first memory was was Dwight Clark in the back yeah. of the end zone was heartbreak. And from that point forward, they never won a damn thing. And I'll never forget the game goes final and it was a blowout. And maybe 20 minutes after the game was over, I'm like, I'll get a trophy. <laughs> like I don't get it. Like that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. But now what? Yeah, I know. I mean... You know, Parade for me. Yeah,
0: but it, it's it a is, weird feeling. Right, but what it is is it's memories forever. 100%. And that, that's really what it's about. Like, knowing that, especially if it's a team that hasn't won ever or a team that hasn't won in a very long time, like the like the Ranger fan who was able to experience 1994, I mean, they're still watching those DVDs. Uh, absolutely. They're still watching it on... You know, and, and so that, that's And I it remember it
1: going through that run with my father who's a lifelong Ranger fan and it was... Every I remember my wife was watching the Rangers with us and I wasn't a Ranger fan, but my dad was and it was it just felt like something really big was happening. And we were sitting there watching those games with him on Tuesday nights. <laughs> yeah. It was, it really was. It was wild. Uh, we've got a very exciting show today, as always. At eight a.m., we are opening
0: up more tickets to be purchased for Boomerang Go Live. So more VIP tickets available and more general admission tickets available. So if you got shut out on Wednesday. The general admission on sale today at 8 a.m. Go to WFAN.com slash live to get the link for the tickets. That's WFAN.com slash live. At 9 a.m., we're going to have a battle this morning between Al Dukes and Spike Eskin. Nice. We talked about this when Tiki was on Name That Tune, Celebrity Name That Tune, that Spike and Al are very good with Mm -hmm. rock music. So we're going to have a mano-a-mano between Spike and Al in Name That Tune. Eddie and I have been working on it the last couple of days. We're ready to go. We've got seven. I think seven was the perfect number because nine felt like too much, and I wanted an an odd number just in case we were going tit for tat so there'd be a winner. Seven songs between 1984 and 2000 mm. that are rock songs. A good range. So that's, that's where it is. And we're going to go in order. We're going to start in the early 80s, and we're going to end close to, okay. to, to 2000. Very cool. The prize. The prize. Is big? Is very big. Ooh. If Al Dukes wins, he gets a day off next week. Okay. Day off next week. That's cool. And it could be Monday, too, which would be a nice little long weekend. He gets to choose what day off. If Spike wins... It's a VIP ticket to our live show. (laughs) If Spike wins, the next election that Al planned to vote in, Spike gets to choose what Al votes for. What? (laughs) Yep. Okay. That's right. All right. So so Al could go in there with one idea about who he's going to vote for. Spike gets to pick everything. Okay. He gets to pick everything Al votes for
1: and takes that power away from Al Dukes. Interesting. So a lot is on the line. All right. now I'm looking forward to it. And if I can tease something, maybe sometime this hour, a very big celebrity is watching this program and ripped us off. Really? That's all I'm going to say. Wow. At some point, you tell me when, at some point, a huge celebrity clearly watches this show and has ripped us off.
0: Man, oh man. Yeah, I'm excited to hear that. Mm -hmm. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media. From broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. CeeLo back with another button down this morning. You're really staying with this I'm going to dress up theme. This was a seminal moment in your life when you got shamed for that sweatsuit and He's you're going out. the other way. Yeah, well, I finished, to dress well. At
2: least I could do it, finish out the week, you know, stay with the theme. Yeah. Finish strong on a high note. I considered it like a black black tie type <laughs> deal today with like a three piece with a no, vest.
0: That would have been way too much. But yeah, it just way it, too it, much. It felt like
2: too much for a Friday and I just did not have enough gas in the proverbial or the uh, figurative tank this morning at 2.45 a.m.
0: Yeah, what proverb was gas Yeah, in the tank? that's why right. I quickly
2: <laughs> realized that was not oh. correct. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so uh, we were playing the uh, dropper. Howdy was playing the dropper. Up your ass with uh, right Jerry. Right, right, yeah. right in the ass. Right in the ass <laughs> with uh, Jerry. Did you feel like you got it as well last night with the New York Rangers? I did
2: not. I kind of anticipated it. I was excited. I was locked in from the start of the pregame. I had the channel on at 6.29, so I didn't miss a minute. I wanted to see the warm-ups, him with his kid, his girlfriend, down there at ice level, all that. But I just felt like I was thought about putting a wager in then I said, nah, second of a back-to-back, hasn't practiced, hasn't played in a week. Rangers are banged up. They've got two defensemen out. Hmm. Then Tyler Mock gets hurt early. They're playing short. So I just, they had the lead, but I just didn't think... I didn't think it was going to go well. All right. Look at spunky that. Ottawa team coming spunky. in. Spunky. Spunky. A little spunky. Playing better hockey, trying to get into the playoffs, making a push. Yeah. Look so at that. You're yeah. all over it, man. Yeah. Well, they should have bet Ottawa then. I still watched it. Nah, no. No. I just wanted to just You ever watch bet it against again. your team? Um, I'm sure I have at some point. Yeah. That's a yeah. good question. It's like an emotional hedge, pretty much. I think I did it with the Mets a couple times where I'm like, there's no way they're
1: winning this or game. Or just,
2: hey, if, if they lose, at least I'll profit from it. That
1: yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. A little consolation prize. Nothing
2: recent, but I'm sure I have
1: along the way. It's also a difference between... Being a fan and making a business decision. Sure. Right, Right, of course. doesn't mean you're less of a fan because you think they're going to lose.
0: Right? My teams are going to lose. I think we all think they're going to lose, actually.
2: (laughs) Every single
0: night. They all lose at some point. Yeah.
2: All right, CeeLo, what's going on? Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. We're going to get this out of the way early for Jerry. So... Rucker's coming off the what? Nineteen point second half comeback Sunday at Penn yeah, State, right? Sure did. So they're up ten with one fifteen to go last time to Minnesota. They make a couple free throws to go up two with five seconds left.
1: No, no, they made one. That
2: was the I point. said made a free throw to go. Oh, up Oh, you said by made two. two free throws. No, Sorry. made a free throw to go up by two. Five seconds left, and then you get this. Minnesota
1: inbounds. Cooper lets it bounce. Lets it bounce. Picks it up with five. With four. Cooper, the kick out. Battle. Step back three for the win. Good at the buzzer. Uh-uh. And Minnesota stuns Rutgers. 75 74. Joke. That was not Dude, me. This sucks. That was Bruce Pearl. <laughs> that was not me. I would have clarified that. For oh, man. man, that was perfect because
0: it really did kind of sound like you than throwing no, that. Oh, that wasn't Eddie, that was you. That was me. Oh, uh, that was funny.
1: Joke! <laughs>
2: <I'm laughs> I embarrassed set down. how much time I spent on that this morning <laughs> <laughs> trying to match the audio up properly. Because the job. highlight of your cut ended abruptly so that they didn't there was no pad with the crowd noise. Right. So I had to like that's funny. Put it in there, yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
1: Joke. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, so Al thought you were too excited and you were happy for the I wasn't. Golden, I was angry. The Golden Gophers. I wasn't excited at all. I was angry. He did a
2: professional And it is
1: the. Um, it is funny how many people have called me too much of a homer. Oh, come on. No, for no, no, no. no for real. Like, over these past seven years that I don't get excited uh, enough for big plays when it's the other team. team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah but,
2: I mean, this isn't a first of all. You're, and I was mad. I was not professional. Number one, number two, it's local college radio. The people that are listening to this game are not rooting for Minnesota. They're I agree, and that's why
1: usually I am yeah. much more of a homer. Right? Um, in that case, literally was angry. Sure. And my partner Austin Johnson. I mean, talk about the cat getting his tongue. I mean. Just he, got j- he just <laughs> stood there and like he, his eye, like what the hell just happened? That was yeah. him joke
2: through <laughs> that. <laughs> that was not him. <laughs> 75-74 final for Minnesota. They're eight twenty and two and sixteen in Big Ten play. For some context, there. Elton well, and are- for context yeah. too,
1: their best two players that didn't play almost the entire oh, season. I wasn't aware of that. I, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Most people aren't because yeah. they've been terrible. Well, that explains why. But. Their two best players, or at least two of their best players, have not been there almost all
2: season. Makes it difficult to win. Iona beat Maris ninety three seventy four. Rick Patino's team now twenty three and seven. They're sixteen and three in MAC play. And back to Big Ten action for a second. Illinois over Michigan, double OT ninety one eighty seven with caffeine poisoning sensation Matthew Meyer. Was it? I got yeah. it wrong yesterday. Uh, he had twenty four, team high for the Fighting Illini. So he's over the poisoning. Had himself a big game last night uh, in a victory for Illinois. You got Nick's Heat in Miami tonight. As the Knicks will look to extend their winning streak, the Nets are in Boston against the Celtics. Coverage on the fan begins. See, like there's a good example.
1: Would you ever bet the Nets to win tonight? No, right? Yeah, right. Absolutely. The win? No. But yeah, they could. I, I got to be honest, even cover at this point. Right, who the exactly. hell knows? Yeah. You know they're they're a mess in terms of the rotations, and they don't play defense. I but how many times do we say that about the NBA And it's no a sneaky, sure. ridiculous result? There are upsets all the time. I'm just saying in terms of what your head would tell you. And what you, we've been watching. Right. No tell, that they have zero chance tonight. Right. Like literally zero chance tonight.
2: Somebody sits out. Someone takes a night off. Yeah, Tate gets hurt early. Nets or, win. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know. I wonder
0: what the money line is on that game tonight. Just it's as just for rough. the Nets to win. Uh, yeah. I would
2: say North. Plus 8,000. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Th- north of plus 300, I would think. Yeah, you're right. Plus 410.
0: Yeah. And 10. I don't think that's enough. Uh, Ten and a half point
1: spread plus 410. On I don't, know, I don't know that I would risk $100 to win 400 because the chance of them winning tonight is not big. It isn't. No, you know what? It just went up as we were
0: talking about it. Now it's plus four eighty. Just went up. There you like, go. You know, on FanDuel Sportsbook, when it changes, you see it live. Yeah. It Just went up.
2: Fired in there. Value. Yeah. You. Uh, we do need to give credit because we like to poke fun. Luka and Kyrie combined for 82 last night. Yeah. 42 and 40. First time in franchise history. They had two guys with 40-plus at the Mavericks beat the Sixers in Dallas 133-126. And he did have Embiid playing in that game for Philadelphia. So it was a rough night for Jerry and Ruckers. Same story for the Rangers as we alluded to at the Garden. Patrick Kane's debut turned out to be a bit of a dud. 82. Good shot. Shot by Hamidic. They score.
1: by the Rangers. Sam
2: Rose at MSG. Quite a few of them, especially in the third period. Claude Giroux there on the rebound to give Ottawa the lead. They end up winning 5-3. to three. They even had a goal wiped off in the final frame on mm. an offside challenge. So the Rangers pretty much sunk by their power play in this one. 0-4 including the five-minute major that Ottawa killed off in the first period. They did have a 3-2 lead into the third but kind of looked a little gassed at that point. Former Ranger Derek Broussard had a couple of goals playing his 1,000th NHL game. And Kane, as expected, played with uh, Artemi Panarin and Vinny Trochek. He had four shots on goal, about 19 and a half minutes of ice time. He was a minus two. Hadn't played in over a week. End of a whirlwind experience to get through this first one.
1: It is what it is, right? It's the situation you're in and uh, a lot of uh, you know, time uh, with like phone calls and uh, and making a decision and trying to figure out um, everything like that.
2: And after almost 16 years with one organization... Could you imagine
1: if, like, if we lived in that world like if Spike came in today and said, by the way, Chris, we have traded you to Toronto. Right. You're you on the start air tomorrow. start tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Because <yeah. laughs> like, that's what it's like for these guys. And I know there's rumors and you never know. His
2: was a little different because I, you're right. But the Blackhawks, he, he went home to the point where the trade gets made. The Rangers were in, in Philly the other night. We know. Kane spent Wednesday at the Ranger practice facility. So, like he got to town, but yeah.
1: Most times, steps though, on
2: guard nice yesterday yeah. morning without any, basically no teammates because they have no morning skate off of the game before. And then it's basically like a pickup game for them last Al's night. Al Spike right. wants
1: to talk to you. You've been yeah. traded to Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> the sports radio station in Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you start tomorrow.
2: And, th- and that's why the more I thought about it, I'm like, he's literally going to step out on the ice. I get he played with Panarin. It's five years ago now. But he's at all-time great. They've had no, they're just, they're going to go, it's like pond hockey, basically. That you know? sounds
0: like a lot of excuses to and me. I mean, yeah, <laughs> for, one, for one game. <laughs> yeah. You're
2: right. Yeah. I, not, anything less than a Stanley Cup is going to be a disappointment. Sure. And I was arguing with people late last night on and Twitter. And nobody spit, in, spit on anybody last nobody night. Nobody so spit on was, anybody. That was, that was a no. win for you guys. Mm. In fact, mm. Ottawa had a guy kicked out of the game. Yeah. for a bad hit, but the Rangers did not capitalize. Here's Gerard uh, Gerard Gallant. Uh, not all that surprised with the end result, but uh, he sees the potential. You wanted
1: everything to go perfect right away, and it didn't go perfect tonight. There was some, like I said, a lot of good stuff you've seen. You know they're good hockey players, and it's going to come, but uh, I, think, I think we tried to force too many passes.
2: And not exactly crisp with those at times either, so get some rest, get a couple of practices under their belt with the new group that's settled, and then see where they stack up with the Bruins. That's the next game Saturday in Boston, and the Bruins won again last night. With authority, seven-one over the Sabers, fastest team to 100 points in really NHL. Eight losses, history, uh, eight and five in OT, I believe. God, and they've played what? Sixty, 60 around? One. They have? They have 21 games remaining. And they've already hit 100 Damn. points. So yeah, running away with the East. Obviously, the Devils out west late tonight. They'll visit the Vegas Golden Knights at 10 o'clock. At the combine in Indy, more jockeying for positioning as far as Daniel Jones and the Giants go. Played a little of this uh, late in yesterday show, but Joe Shane, after doing all the media obligations earlier mm-hmm. in the week, pops up on NFL Network yesterday with uh, Good Morning Football with Peter Schrager and reveals he met with Jones's reps every day so far this week, and then he dropped this one in there.
1: Starting to feel the time crunch a little bit. I, I wish
0: we were a little bit closer on a deal uh, than what we are right now, but again, there's there's still time. Uh, we're going to circle back up again today at some point and and meet with his representatives. And again, Daniel
2: played well this year. We'd like to have him back, but this oh. thing could drag on and get a little uncomfortable comfortable. This is his first time going through free agency and I just tell him like you gotta, there's a business side to this too that you haven't been exposed to.
0: So just understand like it's gonna get worse before it gets better and we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to bridge the gap and it doesn't change the way we feel about you. No. It worse before it gets better.
2: Yeah. Huh?
0: As far as the negotiations, yeah, goes. I mean, I think that it's that that's exactly what happens. <laughs> you go back and forth, and then the the, mm-hmm. the negotiations get get a little nasty, but then it gets better, and then you have a deal, and everybody's happy.
2: I will tell you that doesn't sound so uh, right. encouraging. And if you noticed a few Let's hours going later, anywhere, but yesterday that all of a sudden that forty five million a year number started floating around again. Pat Leonard, Daily News had that out there, so I imagine we can figure out where that came from. So there is a lot of this sort of public leverage. Narrative stuff oh going on but right the, now.
0: The thing that I don't understand is, really, for both sides, a
2: long-term
0: deal is better. And because for Daniel Jones, obviously the long-term deal is better because he doesn't have to play on a one-year contract again and prove himself again. So then he can cash in on this past year. And for the Giants, just salary cap-wise, they can spread out the money so much easier yeah. They have to guarantee a full $32 million when they've got to be able to upgrade the
1: roster in other spots. Now help me out with one thing he said there. When he says for Daniel going through free agency for the first time he really isn't though when when they have the control yeah. of the tag yeah. technically but you're yeah. not really an unrestricted free agent where you can just Pick where you want to go, and right. it's a definitive decision. Yeah,
0: well, it's a first time negotiating a contract,
1: yeah, though, right? Other than when he got drafted, fair enough. Yeah. But the Giants still have the upper hand here, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay,
2: oh, they do from a retainment standpoint, right? That's but what it, I'm as saying. As he just said, it's not really worth saying. their while for the upcoming season. From mm. Jones's perspective, what I read is his they reps feel like if he does the long term deal now, they feel like within a year or two, based on the way contracts are going. Oh, and the God. cap going up yeah. and all that stuff. And it I won't can, look can, as can, good can as that. But yeah, that's, you, you can make that case for Everybody.
1: Everybody's yeah. the highest paid person and then the next guy comes right. along and all of a sudden you're not anymore. I mean, exactly. I
0: never thought Daniel Jones would be the guy Me who neither. this would be happening to. Drew a line in the sand. Yeah. yeah. I-, I would just think like, hey, this is great. Had a great year. 35 million a year. Sounds awesome. I'll come right back. Let's go. Well, I've had his back, but not on this one. I mean, 45?
2: Mm-mm. Ugh. Then you've got uh, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler reporting the Saints are ready to sign Derek Carr. And Al and I talked about this this morning. And I was like, ah, my, my gut is that he's going to be a Saint. And I said that to me, and I I don't know, that's just my read on it, smells of let's get the Jets a little nervous here and get them involved. Yeah I,
0: yeah, I agree. I, I think that Derek Carr wants to be on the Jets. Robert Sala gushed about him yesterday. Sure did. And he wants this to be resolved, obviously. So I, I would agree that this is sort of a, you know, potentially a leveraged situation. But the Jets are going to wait for Aaron Rodgers right. because they believe Aaron Rodgers is better and it'll be a shorter-term commitment. But I, I think that, yeah, Derek Carr, I think, wants to be a Jet from everything that you hear. And you know Salah had the neurovirus.
2: He did. he did? He did. Oh, that's what it was? That's why he was on a Zoom bug, call. Yeah. No,
1: he's... Well... He said the yeah. stomach flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he said that's why he did the Zoom and didn't go out there right, and meet with Derek Carr with Douglas and Woody meeting. Johnson. Yeah, Correct. No, that was a bigger lock than the Celtics tonight. He's got eight kids. Someone was getting the <laughs> neurovirus. He had it.
2: Come on. Hopefully they're moved into that house by now. Yeah, I think they I think they are. Just in time for... Get out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So yeah, you're gushing about Carr and also more on Mike White about how much, oh, we love Mike White. He deserves. To he be also on said, "Really,
1: this is yeah. interesting to me because reading some of the articles, it made it seem like he completely just missed Zach Wilson. He didn't. No, he said the same stuff he has said about Zach Wilson throughout this entire year. Love Zach. Want the best for Zach. We're hopeful. I mean, yeah. I, don't
2: know, I thought it was written weird. Yeah.
1: Well, he has not wavered. He's probably sick of saying the same
2: stuff. Well, and that's, it seems like they all know what they need to say publicly about him." To make sure. Well, and he there. did. He said everything he had to say. I wouldn't say saving face, but making sure they don't pile on the kid too much because then they have no value or leverage with him. So, we'll get into Rashad Bateman and what he had to say on Twitter coming up next hour unless you get there first.
0: on the dot. General on sale for Boomer and Geo Live, which will happen in Jersey City on April 7th at White Eagle Hall. We had the pre-sale on Wednesday, sold out very quickly. General on sale this morning, 8 a.m. WFAN.com slash live is the website you go to to get all the information and the link to the tickets. There is no code this time. It was a code for the pre-sale. There is no code this time for the general on sale, so Be right there at 8 a.m. because uh, they've been going quick. It's uh, not a 20,000-seat arena that we are playing this time around, so uh, it is definitely going to go quick, so 8 a.m. that will be happening. All right. Nice. So you teased that a celebrity out there has been ripping off the show. Well, they did last night, yes. Okay, so explain this to me.
1: What was my question to you yesterday morning about Jalen Brunson and the Knicks? Oh, the best free agent signing in Knicks history, yes. I present to you, Thursday night, NBA on TNT. The headline will read, Charles Barkley, Jalen Brunson, one of the best NBA free agent pickups ever. (laughs) Listen to me, Charles Barkley. (laughs) It's your own goddamn material. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that there was any chance that that got back to Charles? I. You never know if he's in his hotel room. He pops on a little boomer and Geo hears it and said, "Hmm." Now that's not a bad topic tonight. Now, was he talking
0: about just the Knicks, or was he talking about like no, ever? Had,
1: like NBA history? He took it one step further. All right, come I on. was saying. My question to you was: Is it possible that they have? and Again, not so much has to happen. He could still turn out to be a disaster if he breaks his leg and never plays again. But the way he has played, that was my question. Like, does he have the chance here? Are we looking at what might be the best NBA free agent signing the Knicks have ever had? Yeah, and you so very he- quickly said, no, Allen Houston, which is great. Uh, no argument for well, me. right from now him. it's Allen Houston. Right. Uh, but that's how good to me, outside looking in, Jalen Brunson has been. And then Barkley last night with the guys on TNT, he said the best free agent pickup ever. <laughs> I mean that's just silly. I mean LeBron James has to be the best free agent pickup ever when he went to the well, Miami Heat. He said, "I think expectations has a lot to do with that, though." Like LeBron James goes anywhere, the expectation is NBA title or bust. Yeah, Jalen but- Brunson came here, and I remember. I will tell you, I remember sitting here with you guys and, and a lot of Knicks fans and Sal doing the shows over the summer. This is a really nice signing. This is great. The Knicks need a point guard. Jalen Brunson a good player. We need Donovan Mitchell. Like, it's great. He's a nice piece. Like, what he, what Barkley is saying, the quote was, Jalen Brunson is arguably one of the best free agent pickups in NBA history. What he's done this year is historical. We didn't know Jalen Brunson was this good of a player. Nobody thought that. And that was kind of my point, too.
0: Well, I'll give, if you want to say the best free agent or one of the best ever, what you have to factor in where he may have a point is the fact that you didn't have to pay him like, the most ridiculous salary of all time, you know, which is, you know, he's, he's actually underpaid, if you think about For it. For what he's done, sure. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's been underpaid. So, yeah, and, and also to the team, like the Knicks, who has struggled. So, yeah, he's he's been, you can't say enough about it. But, I mean, it's gotten to the point now where it's like, okay, we we agree that all of that has happened. Yeah, sure. Now, what's the next level? And you still might be in a situation
1: Where you lose to the team that has the guy that we all wanted. For sure. In the first round. Yes. There's no doubt about it. But that having been said, if those two teams played, I think it would be a hell of a series. I agree.
0: And if Jalen Brunson is the best player in that series and it's not Donovan Mitchell... I mean, you'll still be
1: a little frustrated because you would be like, hey, you could have both of them. Um, but if he's the best player, then you say, "That look at this. Yeah. I'm only asking the question because he's really impressed me. It was, you know, he had that postseason run with Dallas and it was eye-opening for sure. Yeah. But it's one thing to kind of do that in a short little burst. With Luka Doncic on your team. It's another thing to do it as he has done it now for however many games it is, 55, 60, whatever. Yeah. Um, he has been... He's probably been—I'll say it this way—one of the most consistent performers I've seen in a long time. Like, when can you think? Can you count on more than one hand the bad nights Jalen Brunson has had? Oh, no, I mean it's—it's it's, it's never.
0: It's, it's like every time that we talk about the Knicks, it's like well, it, in a negative way, it would be like man, you know, and Mitchell Robinson's hurt, things have changed. R.J. Barrett had a bad shooting night, you know, things
1: like that. Sure. You know, Julius Randle was there was too much ISO ball with Julius Randle, and that's it right there. Brunson, the ball moves; it's constantly moving. They get good shots, which is why they put up a lot of points. And they've just been a really good team. Let's go to Anthony in Belleville, who uh, joins us, wants to talk about this live show that we have the general on sale for at
0: eight a.m. this morning. What's going on, Anthony? Gio and Jerry. Oh yeah. What up, man? Hey, what's happening? Hey, I'm hearing all this talk about Dan and Carteret, Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't hear one mention of Anthony in Belleville. Well, he's a little more obnoxious. He's a little more in your face. He's on Twitter all the time. He's fighting with our boss. And you're not doing any of that stuff, mm-hmm. which we should appreciate. You're but, laying in the weeds. Yeah, I mean, but if, you're, if your question is why is he getting more attention, is because he's creating more attention for himself, and you are not. I got you. I got you. But, uh, you you know, need I'm to become fame fame an
1: attention fame whore,
0: Ant. I'm, I'm a whole same caller there, according to uh, Ed Skagieri. Sch- <laughs> and, uh, you know, I... You know, it'd be nice to hear, you know, who, who, Al should run a poll. Who would you rather see? How about that?
1: Well, I will tell you, I, you know, I'm an Anthony and Belleville fan. You know that. I also happen to like Dan. I will tell you, I think Dan is hated on Twitter. Yeah, so I think you will win that. If I had a guess, I think you would win that poll 85-15. <laughs> yeah, we, we, could,
0: we could put... could I want you to run the poll again. <laughs> right. Exactly.
1: We, we could put, who
0: do you like better, Dan and Carter Ryder, Alec Murdoch. And <laughs> Alec Murdoch would win that. Um, so are you going, Anthony? Did you get tickets on the pre-sale? Uh, I wasn't able to, uh, you know, obviously get to the first round. I'm going to okay. try the second round. All right. And uh, if I don't do it, I expect... At least you, Gio, to hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> A lot uh, of pressure. See, I mean, I don't know if I can. I mean, We, we ta- can't hook up our family right exactly. now. Exactly, <laughs> yes. Oh, by the way. So, yeah, but it, so Gina, if she wants to come, has to be backstage. Right. Yeah. That's that's what we're talking about at this point because the tickets are so limited and they're such in high demand and clients want tickets. And like I said, this is where we're not... Pl-
1: clients aren't getting tickets. Yeah,
0: clients aren't getting... Some of them aren't. Yeah, because there's a, we're not playing the Prudential Center here. It's a beautiful place, White Eagle Hall, but it's there's limited space. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, I, I'll do my best, though. I will do my best. Yeah, all right. Good. And then, you know, we'll, and we are giving away tickets, too. There's going to be some giveaways as we get closer to the event. So there's a chance you could... Get in on that. But so we'll see you at the summer kickoff, Andy. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll see you somewhere, Andy. We'll see you somewhere. <laughs> All right. There's Anthony wanting more attention. I like Anthony. Good caller. Yeah, no, I think he's, I think he's great. He is. And he's definitely less obnoxious than Dan. So I don't, I, Dan's, I don't know what's going on with him. He's
1: definitely a little different the last couple of months. Uh, yeah. I, I Again, I have no problem with Dan, but I can see the whole social media aspect of it. Yeah, tough to take. Sometimes, sometimes I guess,
0: but I, I think he's attainment. genuinely a nice guy. Yeah, I've I hung out with. Him. He's been in my car, believe right. it or not. So I mean, I wouldn't allow him in my car for no reason, or, or that was it was a bad decision on my part to have him in my car. But still, he and, he's,
1: and he's a good listener to this
0: show. Man. Yes, he's a he's a great listener and loves WFAN as a whole. Yep.